You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A-C-L. Welcome in to the ACL pod featuring Cap'n Wags. He is Wags. I am ACL. We finished up with the AFC East yesterday, guys. We are now on to the South, and we're going to start with the AFC South favorites, the Indianapolis Colts. Tons of movement on this team, obviously, last year around this time. They were the favorites, and then, uh, I don't know about you, Wags, I got a, a, an alert on my phone that Andrew Luck retired. I thought it was a joke. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That was, uh, I remember that. It's, it's crazy to think that was uh, a year ago. Seems like it was forever ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, Colts, uh, what did they finish? Seven and nine last year, third place in the AFC South. So uh, what are their numbers like? look like this year? What's their projection? Yeah, obviously uh, they bring in Philip Rivers. So a lot of folks very bullish on the Colts. They are the favorites, the plus 110 favorites to win the AFC South. Season win total this year is at nine. Minus 110 flat on both sides if you want to go over under that. Odds to win the conference, 12 to 1 uh, to win the AFC. Odds to win the Super Bowl, 25 to 1. And odds to make the playoffs, they're a pretty strong favorite there at minus 200. This was a team for me that last year felt like they were kind of that it team, right? Everyone was talking about them. They were bet down. I mean, they were down, I think, around like 15, 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Uh, pretty significant favorites there. And then, of course, the Philip Rivers things happen. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Andrew Luck thing happened, and then all hell kind of just broke loose there. Yep, yep. Exactly. Yeah, you know, um, interesting numbers. Uh, you know, I know a lot of um, a lot of the public are on them again this year, like they were last year, like you said before, uh, the Luck situation. Um, 25 to one to win the Super Bowl. Um, if you, if you think they're going to win the AFC South, they are the favorite. Uh, you know, may, maybe they sneak in to ha- have a buy. Um, could could be an interesting um, play right there. That means uh, they win the division, especially with uh, Houston and Tennessee. There means they're pretty doing pretty well. Um, Rivers, uh, you know, maybe he's having a great season at that point. I, he is getting old, uh, 38 years old, um, turning 39 during the season, but. That said, I love what they did with the offensive line, right? They, they brought in a lot of guys, um, and I think that he's going to have the best offensive line that he's had in his career. So um, he also, they also have a lot of weapons, T.Y., Pittman, Paris Campbell, uh, not, and that, that's not even talking about the running backs. They had Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Hines back there um, on, as a third down back. So, you know, Question, you know, the r- real question mark is can, can Philip Rivers continue, um, you know, to, to sling the ball down the field and, and you know, a- as he approaches 40 years old? Um, you know, this all said, you know, I do like the Colts. I am bullish on them like the public is, um, but I don't love the odds to win the South. I think there's two other contenders in this division uh, who can – equally um have those chances and plus 110 to me is just not necessarily the the best um yeah i mean when they brought in philip rivers it told me everything that i need to know about kind of the mindset that this team is in from their front office perspective and the coaching perspective they're looking to win now i think they felt like they had a super bowl team last year 
Uh, and look, their star quarterback, one of the top five probably quarterbacks in the NFL, retires in late August, a few weeks before the season, and they still go seven and nine. And they really should have been like nine and seven or ten and six, if not for Adam Vinatieri, which I'll touch on in a minute. Uh, it cost me a couple wins, but um, <laughs> you know they're looking to win now. Uh, Philip Rivers, yeah, I mean his offensive line in the last few years, his coaching in the last few years has just been horrendous. And you exactly. could make the argument that his arm is a little bit dead. It's a little bit tired. He definitely was underthrowing some balls. But I think a ton of that, of course, was he was under pressure. So now he, he I, I would agree with you, has the best offensive line that he's ever had for sure. And definitely perhaps uh, top three in the, in the NFL as far as just the entire offensive line here on the Colts. So I think this team is, is definitely built to win now. Yep. And all those pieces that you mentioned are just fantastic pieces for him. Yeah, absolutely. And and Rivers, you look at him, you look at him off the field. I mean, the guy's a stand-up guy. He, you know, he probably takes care of his body really well. Uh, you look at Brady, 43 years old. Breeze, 41 years old. These guys are still playing. You know, Rivers maybe, you know, if he if he's, I guess, you know, 80% of these guys, uh, or, you know, of what Breeze and Brady have now, if not more, uh, you know, 38, yeah. maybe it's not that old. You know, maybe he comes and he's slinging the ball down the field and, and the Colts, um, you know, really, really do well this year, 25 to win this, 25 to one to win the Super Bowl. Um, again, you know, that, that kind of stands out. That's uh, the, I think that's worth a play. Um, we'll see, you know, what happens and you know, what, what I decide to do, but, um, definitely intriguing. I just wrote that down because, you know, uh, the more and more I talk about rivers age, the more and more, I think, you know, maybe it's not that old. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Um, uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, they lost some depth on COVID opt outs, uh, but no starters. So, um, that's going to be, um, you know, probably yeah, I mean, aside from the, the quarterback situation, all their starters are back on offense. Uh, they bring in, you mentioned DeForest Buckner, which gives them a fantastic foundation up front. I, I don't think I've ever done this. I've never talked about a kicker on a preview pod. However, Adam Vinatieri, <laughs> the greatest kicker in the history of the NFL, yeah, we go, to say, no doubt, goat, first goat. Hall of Famer, no doubt. However, last year, Adam Vinatieri on extra points, not the GOAT. Not a GOAT. 22 not of 28 on not extra points. 17 of 25 on field goals. Six, six missed extra points. I mean, come on. I know they <laughs> moved on. it back, and but a come few on. of those were, you know, to push the game into overtime. I think one was to win it, the field goal. That he had, I mean, some of those field goals that he missed were like 30 yarders to like win the game. So when you say, okay, this team is seven and nine, they, they in, in reality, were really like nine and seven, uh, which I think speaks to Frank Reich and just how good of a coach this guy is. I mean, when you lose your not just your starting quarterback, but like the franchise a few weeks before the season, Jacoby Brissett, I thought played very, very well considering um, Frank Wright got this team to seven and nine and, and, and really nine and seven. They really should have made the playoffs last year. Um, he's 18 and 16 Absolutely. overall, but again, was put in a, a really tough situation. Um, and I think it's addition by subtraction, unfortunately for the Colts with, with, or I guess, unfortunately for Vinatieri by, him not being there anymore. So the kicking game is going to improve. The special teams will improve. I think the offense will improve with Phillip Rivers. He knows he has a year, maybe two left. So he's going all in here. I mean, that guy's an eight-time Pro Bowl quarterback. Borderline Hall of Famer. Probably will make the Hall of Fame at some point. So he's certainly no slouch. Great for the locker room as well. You mentioned the uh, running back situation is there as well. Fantastic. T.Y. is going to be healthy. So there's a reason that this team is the favorite. I, I made them the favorite myself. I agree with you. There's worse bets on the board than 25 to one to win the Super Bowl. So, 
Yep. And also, you know, to add into all this is the schedule. Um, they have a pretty good schedule. Um, they open open up against the Jaguars. Then they got home versus the Vikings, which, you know, obviously a tough game, but at home. Then they play the Jets, the Bears, the Browns, the Bengals, the Lions. I mean, these are all, all of them, including sure. the Vikings, winnable games, right? So they could potentially start off 7-0 and um, and face the Ravens the next week in, in week eight, uh, making sure there's no buys. Yeah, week eight, a tough game, obviously. And then they get into some divisional games against uh, the Titans. They play the Packers at home. Again, you know, Titans, Texans, Raiders, Texans. I mean, the Jaguars, again, this this schedule is, is pretty light. I mean, other than the Ravens. Yeah, um, they, they are have at home. 16th in terms of strength of schedule. For next year, their opponent winning percentage one right, and I think and I think sixteenth, you know, doesn't sound so easy, right? Right in the middle of the pack, exactly. but that comes from the divisional opponents. I and I think they they take both from the Jacks, you know, the Jaguars, and they probably split with the uh, Titans and Texans. Um, if you want to kind of project, call yeah. those. Games I mean, 50-50. the strength of schedule yep. numbers, guys, that I give out are very are very dependent upon who that division is playing. So, like the AFC East teams that we talked about the last few days, they're in the top five, all because those teams have really hard. Um, t- exactly, yeah, they're all playing, playing Kansas the same City, team, right? San Fran. Exactly, I mean, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. But again, sixteenth, so it's right in the middle. One twenty eight and one twenty seven was their opponent's record last year. As far as turnover differential, something I always look at, of course. Um, the Colts were. Plus two last year in turnover differential, so that's you know nothing too crazy there. That should remain roughly the same. We talked about MVP, we talked about quarterbacks, we talked about quarterbacks on good teams, we talked about guys that have the potential to win the award, maybe have some really good games up front. Philip Rivers to win the MVP, sixty to one. I'm not saying I'm running to go bet it. I'm saying there's wow. worse bets out there. Um, Absolutely. Maybe you want to throw an offensive player of the year at Philip Rivers. If you think, you know, a guy like Mahomes, Jackson, Russell Wilson is going to get the MVP, they give the offensive player to Philip Rivers. Maybe he wins comeback player of the year. Not that he was awful last year, but he certainly wasn't great. Maybe he comes out, just crushes it, and wins something like that. So always look at these kind of secondary markets to the MVP. You don't have to just go all in on the MVP. They're, we'll, we'll talk about it. I think Derrick Henry is a guy that I'm kind of eyeing for that offensive player of the year when we talk about the Titans later in the week. But um, Philip Rivers, 60-1 to win the MVP. It's probably going to be a quarterback. It's probably going to be a quarterback on a good team, on a playoff team. So he could, he would probably make the short list, right? Great value. Yeah, great value. Um, you know, if you're looking at that, look, you have – Philip Rivers sixty to one. You right. have Drew Locke sixty to one. I mean, between you and I, and and everybody else listening, I'd rather have Philip Rivers on the Colts, um, especially with that Couldn't offensive line. More. All right, that's the Colts, guys. We're making our way through the South here. I think we're going to do the Texans tomorrow, Wag. So we get to talk about your boy Bill O'Brien. Should be exciting. Get to get to hear oh, yeah. your, your thoughts on the DeAndre Hopkins trade, which I'm sure you have some thoughts on. Uh, as do I. All right, guys, Absolutely. that's the Colts. Uh, good team this year. I think it sounds like we're both pretty pretty bullish on their chances, and the odds certainly do reflect that as well. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow, guys, with the Houston Texans. Come on, girl, come on. Y'all, hands in the air with me. Hands in the air, come on. Bow. Here we go. Well, the critics thought Peyton was a little too soft. He can't win the big game, he chokes in the playoffs. Did you see what it did to the Brady Bunch? Belichick never saw a color, never had a hunch. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
Bowls, here we go, Super Bowl 41. Head to Miami, gonna get the job done. Chicago's afraid, let me tell you the reason. Blue Sunday is bear hunting season. So is Kato June, freeing is spinning like a wild typhoon. Hit him house, hit him hop, three and out. Take a seat, Mr. Grossman, you're going without. Vans on the move, a dies on the run. Bars on the hands of Marvin Harrison. Nine ten o'clock, won't rain no more. Bands are going down, enough said. Blue Sunday, 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 Bring it down, y'all. Well, Dungey's the man full of faith and knowledge. He schooled the team with his football college. He knows how to make the players do their thing. Go Colts, bring home the Super Bowl. Hey! This is the year that the Colts break through. Then we're for the dollar blue Sunday. Go Colts, go Colts. Gonna be a blue Sunday. Hey! Gonna be a blue Sunday. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Come on. Sunday. One more time. Yeah. Gonna be a blue Sunday.